Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eyes Show. It is 2021. Happy New Year. It is Emmett Fox Friday. Welcome, everyone. Chris, how are you doing today? Merry New Year, as they say. Merry New Year. I am Jason Napolitano, and that, of course, was Mr. Chris Sheridan, and we are uh, here from uh, Las Vegas and Los Angeles, respectively. So, uh, a loss and a los. A loss and a los, indeed. Uh, of course, we are speaking about find and use your inner power from Mr. Emmett Fox, as we do each week. Uh, so thank you for joining us. We appreciate you guys being here. Hope uh, the new year is off to a good start for you. And uh, we're talking on the subject of sensitive but happy today. Sensitive but happy. This is a good one, and I think you're going to enjoy it. So I'm going to uh, start, and then you're going to finish it up. Right, Chris? You do. All right, here we go. So again, this is called sensitive but happy. To be sensitive is good because sensitive people are aware of a thousand interesting or beautiful things where the obtuse person gets nothing. If our thick-skinned friends avoid a lot of suffering, they also miss the finest things in life. To do any creative work, you have to be sensitive because the creative worker is a receiving set for divine mind. The sensitiveness of the artist is proverbial. A world-famous tenor who was literally fretting himself to death over unimportant matters broke down in my office and said that God was cruel to make him so sensitive. I replied, if you had the height of a rhinoceros, you might be a happier man, but you would not be at the Metropolitan. Many people, however, are too sensitive. They respond to all kinds of unpleasant vibrations that do not concern them. We can train ourselves to reduce this sort of thing to a minimum, but we should be careful to see that we shut out negative things only and still leave ourselves open to the true, the beautiful, and the good. Here's an affirmation which, intelligently used, will save you much unnecessary bombardment by negative thoughts. And here it goes. I am positive to everything but the action of God. In an electric circuit, any given point is said to be positive to any point below it, and negative to any point above it. Current passes always from the positive to the negative, and never the other way. Now, if you are positive in this sense, to everything but the action of God, no negative things can come back at you. On the other hand, if you are receptive, or negative in the purely electrical sense of this ambiguous word, to all good, the direct inspiration of God, the prayers of other people, and all the beautiful and interesting vibrations in the universe. The first two or three metaphysical meetings I ever conducted left me with a feeling of fatigue and depression. On thinking it over, I realized that I had been leaving myself open to all the mental conflicts in the audience. And by using the above affirmation, I overcame this problem in a few days. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. Mm. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. There's a lot of great stuff in this. Uh, you know, it's interesting that, that what really struck me was uh, the, last, the last part of this thing where he talks about, because he doesn't really talk about himself very often in these, uh, in these lessons. So it's interesting how he went back to it and he says the first two or three metaphysical meetings I ever conducted left me with a, a feeling of fatigue and depression. You think to yourself, well, how, you know, how would that be if, you know, we're using all this positive constructive material, we're using all this new thought to heal and so on. But it's interesting because it, it reminds me a lot of the idea of, uh, 
uh, of, of transference and countertransference in uh, in therapy. And there's this, you know, there's this thing where you, you know, you tend to, you know, take on, take on the feelings and then take on some of the projections of the of the person that you're working with. And that's exactly what he's talking about in this. And you know, we as uh, creative, sensitive individuals, you know, most of us who are listening, uh, can 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 find ourselves in these situations a lot. You know, and, and, and this is, you know, this is one of these things where you have to remember, you know, we, we always want to help, you know, it's, we have this motivation to try to help, but if we leave ourselves open to the negativity and to the problems and the challenges and all the stuff that's going on in the people that we're trying to help, I mean, we are, you know, the blind leading the blind at that point, don't you think? Yeah. Or the agitated leading the agitated, the hurt leading the hurt. The hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I'm reminded of that idea where, you know, where, you know, the, when the plane is going down, you've got to put your mask on first, which is sort of counterintuitive. You're like, oh, I know I got to get my kid's mask on. But it's like, if you don't have that mask and you can't breathe, you can't help other people. And this is kind of what he's talking about, I think. You know, you taking on all of this, this negativity that you're supposed to be helping people with, you're not going to be any good. You're not going to be any good at all. So, you know, that, that, that uh, that saying, uh, that affirmation, I am positive to everything, but the action of God is such an interesting thing. And I like how he uses that electric circuit idea. So you're you know you're you're positive. You're sending out positive energy, positive vibration. You're only open to the action of God. You're only open to those. You're only negative, quote unquote, you know, and receptive to the good, the direct inspiration of God, the prayers of other people, and all the beautiful and interesting vibrations in the universe. You know, instead of being open to all that negativity, right? Yeah, it's it's kind of an interesting way he uses the terms because it, it seems flipped. Mm-hmm. You know, you're I'm positive about holy things, and I'm more negative to the to the world. Um, but he's really he's really talking about that receptivity, and also that vertical sense that there's things below you. If the you know the troubled people, the uh, disharmony, uh, the anger, the lower base emotions that seem to flood <laughs> our society with, uh, perhaps all the time. Um, you're above that. So that's that positive stance where you're taking, and those things can't get you because of this positive charge, but you're open to what's above you, and what is above you uh, are the things of the divine nature, of holy, of nature, of uh, good and beauty in the universe. Uh, so, as individuals, we need to put ourselves somewhere in between heaven and earth. You know, so the things below us, and they are our lower natures, they're part of us. We have to deal with them within and, and around us. Um, but we're not open to the harms that they may cause. We have to feel them. And this is, we can really get into talking about artists and creative people especially, and I think we all are uh, to some degree, Um, but you don't want to make the choice between being, you know, a sponge and a victim of every sling and arrow of every emotional outburst of the, you know, entire population coming at you, or on the other hand, being hardened and cynical and have the shell around you to where you're not feeling anything, you know, and that goes back to mythology when you Think of the knight, the knight in shining armor, who 
wears this armor <laughs> um, to protect his physical heart from harm with a sword from a, an opponent. Um, but there's also that protecting the human heart, uh, the loving heart, um, that only through rescuing the maiden or saving her from the dragon or the tower or sleep or wherever she may be, representing what's good in the world, uh, he then has to take that armor off uh, to be able to feel that. So we have to be both. Uh, you have to have that warrior <laughs> armor on to protect you from the things that you do need to be protected, but not so overly uh, that you're not feeling and taking in the good stuff because then you're really missing out. That's a great analogy. Yeah, exactly. It's like there's an, a, there's an appropriate time to use the armor and then there's any inappropriate times. You can't wear the armor all the time, right? You don't wear it to bed. You know, you don't wear it to play with your kids in. You don't wear it to sit down to, you know, paint a painting or write some poetry. It would just be an encumbrance then, wouldn't it? Um, but you need it when you're in battle. You need it out in the world when you're fighting dragons um, and going to work and, you know, that commute to work or riding the bus or riding the subway in or whatever you're doing. You know, you definitely need to have those those shields up, as it were, against some of the negativity that's flying around out there. And you, I like get, you get on social media. Oh, yeah, right? You to put your armor on. You put your armor on when you, when you jump on Instagram or Facebook, for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I liked what you were saying about the, the level above. You know, I was thinking that when you were talking about, you know, those, those, those levels above, I was thinking about these, the idea of vibrational, you know, the vibrational quality of energy and, you know, putting ourselves on a higher vibrational level in a sense, you know, and it's like, you know, you tend to think of like matter as being lower in, in vibrational, you know, in the vibrational scale, you know, sort of, you know, in this material existence and the, you know, the weightier sort of heavier emotions and stuff, they, 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 they tend to feel like they're lower on a vibrational level. Whereas these, you know, things like love and, you know, spiritual, you know, enlightenment and, you know, these altruistic things that come through in us, they, they seem to be on a higher vibrational quality, um, you know, and so what you're trying to do really is it's not so much that you're above in the sense that you're better than it's, it's, you're sort of trying to draw people up to, to those same sorts of vibrations. And you're trying to draw up towards the, the ultimate and the high vibrations, which is, you know, the divine spirit you know, universal spirit, God, right? And so, like you said, we're sort of an intermediary between those two. And that's where I think what he's talking about, um, you know, in the, in the metaphysical meetings or in the, you know, when you're doing work with other people and he was feeling, he was feeling fatigued and depressed because he was open. He was open to those lower vibrational qualities that people were bringing into the sessions. You know, he wasn't closed off to those. And then instead, uh, you know, once he figured out this idea, I'm positive to everything but the action of God. So he's like the, the negativity or the receptive part of himself was only bringing in those good qualities at that point. And then he could positively transmit those out and he could help to those people to transmute those lower vibrations and then meet him on that higher level. He's sort of bringing them up to that higher level. So we're moving up closer to that divine vibration then, right? Right, and that's the work of the alchemist, uh, the magician, uh, the artist, in that sense. You know, I know writers and artists who uh, will be very convinced that, that a lot of the ideas uh, are inspired 
uh, writers that say they're taking dictation, basically. They're a scribe writing the words that are just coming in from the ether and they're flowing through them. And that's so important. You have to be open to these things to see beauty uh, where it doesn't look like there's much uh, as an artist and then paint that. Uh, you have to be able to feel the things of the world. Uh, what Fox is getting at here is feel, but don't be destroyed by them, you know? Yeah. Uh, and you have to feel, you know? And, and say, you know, you get all aligned and you're sensitive but happy and you found this middle way that you're positive to all these things below you and you're receptive to these good things above you and you're in perfect balance. It doesn't mean you're not going to get hurt by the world and things that people say or do or things you see, images uh, of, of destruction or harm or sorrow, uh, you're going to feel all those things. But you're not going to be so destroyed by them uh, that you become ineffective. And I think that's where, like the artist, if they're just too sensitive, they're not really going to get their paintings out there or publish their work because they're too maybe afraid of criticism or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we wonder why artists and actors and all kinds of, you know, creative types uh, often have substance abuse <laughs> problems and uh, difficulties. That's because they're open and they're feeling these things and they have to be. Uh, or, or you're not really getting good art. You're not really, you know, expressing something yeah. worthwhile. Uh, or making a comment, or say even nowadays we have uh, social justice warriors, uh, not people that are worried, but people that are you know going into battle um, to uh, right wrongs, to correct injustices, and you would probably not be motivated to do that unless you felt the injustice. Maybe it's to somebody else or another group of people, but wow, it that feels awful for you to see this or to find out, you know, the way this group is being treated or uh, an animal or something, and then you want to be an activist and go for animal rights. Um, that's great if it can be a motivating factor and you're still clear enough <laughs> that you're able to find solutions and uh, be open to new ideas to help and have your energy to correct this problem. But if you're so bombarded by this injustice and you're stuck in the negativity of it, and I mean negativity in a bad way, um, in the awfulness of it, then you're really just gravitating towards those images. You're talking about the problem more than you're talking about the solution. And then you become ineffective to actually do something about this difficult situation. So. I think that's where the, uh, the middle road is. You have to feel, you do have to feel. You have to hurt when harmful things harm you. Uh, but you can't be so hurt that you can't do something or rise above it or draw in something larger than yourself to take on this situation. That's a great point. I, uh, you know, and it's, it's, it's a balancing act, isn't it? It's a balancing act, so I think, uh, I think, but I think like you're saying, it, it becomes this, this middle ground where you can still, you know, you, you feel, but you're still out there and effective and you're, you know, doing, doing constructive things to, to, to sort of right the wrongs that you're seeing and feeling inside and so on. 
so you know, it, 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 you're you're right about that. It's like a, so many times. I think one of the one of the ways that you know we can become really ineffective is just to get into these these mindsets where uh, we you know we 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 just become it's sort of it's a it's a battle mentality, I guess. It's sort of our opinion against someone else's you know, and, and we're fighting it out on social media or something. And I think that's sometimes where a little bit of this, this social justice warrior, for example, kind of plays itself out oftentimes online uh, more than it does in, 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 in real life. And so, you know, we got to be careful too, that we're not just taking a stance to fight against something, uh, but we're, you know, we're feeling those, those, those feelings and, and we're, we're understanding and empathizing with the, you know, with the people that we're trying to help and so on. But at the same time, we're understanding that we're all in this and that there's no, you know, no sides to this thing so much. You know, everybody's got their points of view and you have to have respect for people's different points of view as well. So not to get so bogged down in the in the in the battle for righteousness or something like that, but to, you know, still but to still maintain committed to our causes and our and our feelings uh, and the things we think are right, but without vilifying uh, the other, the other person, and what you know, because it, it just we can't create a dialogue, and we can't create real change if we just vilify and try to destroy the other side. Uh, so I, I think that that's part of that idea of being open to that higher source. Is again, it's easy to think we're doing the right thing and get brought down to the lower vibrational level of the of the fight, of the anger, of the injustice, of the victim, you know, the victim mentality of the whole thing. And not being able to rise above that, you know, vibrationally speaking, to actually do something constructive and actually, you know, be a, a sort of a, a lighthouse, as it were, for other people. You know what I mean? And not get not get pulled into the to the the you know us versus them thinking and all and all that sort of thing, which is a danger with some some of these you know right you know righteous indignation is is a good thing. Uh, you know, when you're battling against something that you believe is is inherently evil. Um, but you also have to remember, there's always two sides to issues, you know, even if even if it is, a, you know, destructive, evil, sort of a thing you're dealing with, you, you have to remember, we're, we're all human beings in this, and so on. So it gives us more perspective. And I think that's more of a, let's call it a, a God's eye view of the situation in a way. And you can kind of rise, rise up to that sort of level. Um, you know, feel the feelings, feel the feel the emotions, and so on. Um, but but don't you know? Don't take them on to the point where they where they either make you dis- feeling you know destructive or you know ineffective, or they you know they freeze you up, or they you know what I'm saying. So that's that's I think that's an important part of, of the whole thing that he that he's talking about. You know, your sensitivities is hugely important. If you were just this callous person, you wouldn't care. It wouldn't affect you. So the fact that you're sensitive to these things and the fact that, the, you know, that all this stuff's coming at you all the time is, is a good sign. It means, you know, you're, you're, you're responding to properly to, you know, to the negative stuff that's going on, right? Uh, but at the same time, you, you can't let it swallow you up. So it's, a, it's a somewhat of a balancing act. It's a high wire act, as it were, right? So you got you to keep that balance. It is, it is. And that's, uh, I guess, it's a great way to put it. But the balance is... Uh, to, you know, go further with this, the, you have to do the balancing. Mm. Um, you can't solve the problems around you uh, 
outside of yourself, at least as far as finding your center and finding that balance. Like, well, I'll be more balanced. I'll be happier if this person would just behave the way I want them to. Mm. People would just go away or if they would just stop talking or if they just voted for this guy instead of that guy. Um, you know, it's yeah. that's a lot to ask and you really can't do that. Now, if you want to make change in the world, politically or socially or uh, through business or environmental uh, issues, uh, it's better if you're stronger, <laughs> okay? It's not good for the cause if you are weak. If you're weakened by the pain and the hurt and the sorrow and the feeling that you are sensitive to, that's part of it to get you going, but without becoming numb or insensitive or calloused, um, there has to be a stopgap, and that's up to you. Uh, and if you can find that, and we can talk about maybe different ways of uh, protection imagery. Uh, you mentioned earlier something, I think we were talking before the show about uh, how on a plane, if, if the you know, if cabin pressure reduces, they always tell you to put your oxygen mask on first. Now a sense that, oh my gosh, the children, we have to save the old lady, we gotta, you know, and that sounds great and altruistic and it's probably the right type of thinking, but actually it's better if you're stronger, the stronger you are, the more you're able to help other people. If you're weakened, you're not gonna be much of a helper. I know caretakers, uh, people who physically uh, take care of a, a, you know, a parent or something in their house or a bunch of children, or you know, they just have that energy of taking care of everybody else's needs, providing, uh, taking care. Uh, they usually don't take very good care of themselves. And it's something that's you know, good to be reminded of because these are sensitive, caring people who do that and that's wonderful to do that but you're going to actually be more effective as a caretaker if you also take care of yourself you're going to save the child on the plane who's gasping for air if you put your oxygen mask on for first because you're able to help if you are just beside yourself with how awful uh, this political leader is or what the senate did or uh, something you, you're not really going to be able to make that change and and you're also if you're stuck on that level of the conflict and you just want to fight and you, you know then you're not actually attuning your vibrations or your receptive it's like an antenna or receiver uh, you're not receiving the good stuff yeah really empower you to not only help you but really make you an effective agent of change in the world and if that's what you really want again you know you have to find that balancing point you can't uh, it's not going to be balanced from the outside it's kind of where you place yourself and how much you let in uh, from the world and the troubles uh, and how much are you letting in uh, from the higher source and that's yeah, that that balance too, right? Yes. Exactly. Good point. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us unless you have any uh, parting, parting wisdom, as it were. Well, Fox left us with a little parting line that I thought was kind of interesting, a little mysterious. He's, the very last line in this is, the sword of the spirit 
is the word of God. And I think, you know, we can talk about this. I think what he's getting at is this sword. Uh, it's a very strong symbolic image of being able to cut something to decide with the sword, uh, not necessarily in a destructive way, but it makes a definite, clear distinction between this and that. <laughs> and that's where you have to draw the line, uh, is that sword to cut off what's coming in from below and make sure that doesn't enter uh, beyond a certain point. Um, and then this word of God being what you're drawing in from above. And any thoughts on that? I thought that was an interesting. That's a, that's a very, a very great way to put that. And I don't have anything to add to that. That was excellent. Okay. Uh, I, what I would say is, is that's a nice, that's a nice sentence as an affirmation. It's also a nice sentence for contemplation, just to kind of think about the idea of that and what that means to you as well. You know, what it means to the listener, the sword of the spirit, is the word of God. It's, there's, there's a lot of depth to that, and I'm, thank you for pointing that out. Uh, and then finally, too, I am positive to everything but the action of God. I'm positive to everything but the action of God. That's a great affirmation as well, and that can kind of give you that strength. And, and the, other, the other thing you can do maybe with this, I'm positive to everything but the action of God, is imagine yourself, you know, encircled with some white light or you know, within a, an egg-shaped sort of bubble of, of golden light. These are, these are good ways to, to use your mind to kind of shield yourself from some of that negative energy and use a visualization. Um, you know, sometimes people will recommend things like when you're sitting with people, you, if you sort of cross your legs and it sort of reminds you that I'm, I'm sort of closing off, in a sense, to, to some receptivity. I'm still open, but I'm closing off in a certain way. Uh, part of part of myself to the you know to this that that's that's a kind of a good reminder a lot of therapists use that tool uh, so that's those are some ideas um, I think or that one from uh, and Fox is very much associated with the 12-step program especially in its early uh, inception um, here's a saying that gets kicked around a lot it says carry the message not the man Nice. Yeah. So you want to help out as much as you can, but if you take something on, being too sensitive, maybe being too helpful, um, you're not really allowing them to grow. Uh, as well. and, and it's just a burden that's that's really not yours to carry. Not yours. Yeah, that's a great point. All right, I think that is going to do it for us. Thank you so much, Chris. Great, uh, great uh, contributions today. Appreciate it. All right. Happy New Year to you. Uh, and uh, happy new year to everyone who's listening thank you guys for joining us uh, we're at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye if you'd like to make a donation and chris's book is the spirit in the sky mine is if you can worry you can meditate and both of those books would be great new year's sort of resolutions uh ideas you can look at those things you know it's always good to to sort of set yourself off in a new mental way uh with new information uh, you know, around this new year. So happy 2021 to everyone. Uh, we'll be back soon. Goodbye and God bless.